Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is April 14th of 2023, and we're celebrating Friday in the octave of Easter. Today's gospel comes to us from the gospel according to John, chapter 21, verses 1 through 14. Jesus revealed himself again to his disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed himself in this way. Together were Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, Zebedee's sons, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We also will come with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. When it was already dawn, Jesus was standing on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, have you caught anything to eat? They answered him, No. So he said to them, Cast the net over the right side of the boat, and you will find something. So they cast it, and were not able to pull it in because of the number of fish. So the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he tucked in his garment, for he was lightly clad, and jumped into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, for they were not far from the shore, only about a hundred yards, dragging the net with the fish. When they climbed out on shore, they saw a charcoal fire with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter went over and dragged the net ashore, full of 153 large fish. Even though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come, have breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? Because they realized it was the Lord. Jesus came over and took the bread and gave it to them, and in like manner the fish. This was now the third time Jesus was revealed to his disciples after being raised from the dead. Today's Gospel passage shows us how we must place Jesus at the center of our lives and how, in his great mercy, Christ constantly seeks us out. At the beginning of today's Gospel, we're presented with the apostles who, despite all the other appearances of Jesus, continue in their disbelief. The result is almost comical, and we can see this in two things that call our attention. First, we have Peter's words, I am going fishing. And second, the apostles whom John points out. Regarding the first, Peter uses two very specific words to say, I am going fishing. A more literal translation would be, I am going back to being a fisherman. It's not just a one-time deal. It's literally a returning to his past way of life. And this is what he's making clear. He intends to return to that former way of life, as if he could simply walk away from and forget the past three years he spent with Jesus, to forget all the miracles, the graces, the healings, but also his denials, his falling short. The evangelist shows further how confused this group of disciples are by pointing out that with Peter are Thomas called Dynamis and Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee. Now, tradition holds that Thomas was an architect, or at least some sort of builder. And while there's no profession recorded for Nathaniel, and experts claim that they don't know exactly where the town of Cana is, all the locations place it miles from the sea. In other words, 
Thomas and Nathaniel are two very unlikely candidates for a life of fishing. And yet John lists them first, as if they were the most eager to follow Peter. Now these two points can also be seen in our own lives. At times, sometimes we feel like we simply want to walk away. We just want to forget the difficulties and challenges, and and yeah, our failings too. Sometimes we might be convinced that the grass is greener on the other side. That it's easier to be somewhere else, doing something else with someone else. Oftentimes, though, it's really not that dramatic. We just want to let up in some part of our lives. To avoid giving everything to Jesus, we just want to take a little shortcut. Yet, no matter what we do, no matter how we try to get away from God, the memory of those graces and his great mercy always remain. To try to do something other than love God entirely is, for the Christian, like sending an architect out fishing. It doesn't make any sense. It goes against who we are and what we're called to be. Yet fortunately for us, God is very merciful. If we turn to him in prayer and in the sacraments, he comes to find us. That's what he does in Peter's case. Although the events recounted in the second part of the Gospel today seem like those of Luke 5, when Peter was first called, it's somewhat different. Some words are missing. When told to lower the nets on the other side of the boat, there's no reply this time. He just obeys. Now, we have to understand for a moment how difficult and odd that first commandment was for a fisherman. After all, Peter was the fisherman. He knew how to fish. And some strange figure on the shore couldn't change what hundreds or thousands of years of fishing experience had proven. Now, there's at least three reasons why Peter shouldn't have listened to Christ, at least not humanly speaking. First, Peter's the fisherman, and Christ is the carpenter. What does he know? Secondly, every fisherman knows that the best time for fishing is at night, not during the day. And third, throwing the net on the wrong side of the boat is to be set up for disaster if the nets get caught or tangled. Now, Peter knows that the command is a strange one, and he obeys, albeit half-heartedly. In Luke's gospel, at least in, in some of the versions, in the Greek, Jesus asks Peter to lower nets, and Peter replies that he will lower a net, not several, but one. But Jesus takes what he's given. He works with that. And perhaps after the resurrection, it's for this reason that he asks Peter only to lower a single net, because that's where Peter's faith is. The point isn't that the dialogue has changed, but that Peter's changed. No matter where he's at, Jesus isn't going to let him walk away from his calling. Instead, Jesus waits with his mercy to encourage Peter. We see this in another particular detail, that Jesus is waiting, we're told, with a charcoal fire. Now, that word for fire in Greek is very specific. It's only found two times in the entire New Testament. Here, with Jesus on the shore... And in John 18, 18, when Peter warms himself by the fire and denies Christ three times. Jesus brings that fire not to condemn Peter, not to condemn Peter because he denied him three times, not to condemn Peter for his failings, but rather to show his love for the Prince of the Apostles in spite of those failings. So today we can ask ourselves, how do we view our past failings? How do we see God's mercy? Are we trying to go fishing? Are we trying to get away from his mercy in some way? Or are we willing to follow him on the path to heaven, even if it means that we fall sometimes? So today, let's pray.
pray through the intercession of Mary, Mother of our risen Lord, for the grace to truly praise Christ at the center of our life and to live our vocations, be that as lay people, be that as religious, but, but our vocations especially as Christians and as Catholics with joy and trust.